Hi friends, a huge thanks and gratitude for all the love this podcast is receiving. I'm so delighted to receive beautiful messages from my listeners. Recently received a 5-star review from a lovely listener, Meera Piyush. She has written, Saloni is at her best magical self, pouring out all her love and light, rending us to celebrate ourselves and life. Her podcast feels like a gentle healing balm on our tired souls striving forever, while all that's needed is to just breathe and be happy. Thank you so much, Meera, for this heartfelt review. I know you have listened with love and light in your heart as well. These reviews encourage me to keep going. It makes the time I'm investing in creating this podcast totally worthwhile. So please leave a review and share your takeaways from the podcast with me. And I'd love to share them on my next episode. Link is in the show notes. You're listening to Raising Parents, a podcast for modern parents on a journey to become aware, conscious and mindful parents. And I am your host, Saloni Singh. A mom of two amazing teenage daughters, a wife, a friend, parents and family coach. We are talking about how to hold space. If you haven't listened to what is holding space, please listen to the last episode. Holding space for someone is pure unconditional love in action. But as you know, knowing something and really living that are two very different things. It's about being fully there for someone with your complete being, wholeheartedly, with your mind, heart and spirit. So how can we effectively hold space and become a good space holder for the people we love the most? There are certain characteristics of a true space holder. For the ease of learning, I've created an acronym for it, CALM, where C is for consciousness and compassion. A higher level of consciousness, awareness and compassion is needed to become a true space holder. A is for acceptance and appreciation. A deep level of acceptance and appreciation for yourself and the person you are with. This acceptance naturally leads to compassion as well. L is for listener, an active, attentive and deep listener, without any judgments and assumptions. And M for mindfulness. A mindful presence that leads to a deeper level of connection. We will be talking about how to truly become calm and imbibe all these qualities one by one and how to practice holding space for the maximum growth of our own selves and our children. As humans, we go through pain, confusion, hopelessness, anger, despair, to joy, excitement and bliss. And so do our children. When you hold space, you're creating a container for the other person's emotions to come up, to be held and seen without the interference of your own and be released naturally. So how do we create this container? I remember an incident so vividly. It was few years back when my elder daughter was about five years old. We used to live in London at that time. I was in a supermarket with her. She asked me to buy a toy for her and I said no. I don't remember the reason. Maybe I had bought a toy for her a couple of days back only or for any other reason that I gave her. And I gently told her no. She insisted as toddlers always do and I told her that next time when we come, we will specially look for a nice toy for you but not today. 
As I turned around, she threw a huge tantrum. She started crying and howling at the top of her voice and was on the floor in a flash of a moment. I was really shocked as she had never done it before. For a moment, I didn't know what to do. I looked at her and noticed that my child is going through a difficult emotion and stress. Going through an aisle full of colorful toys without buying anything can be hyper-stimulating and stressful for a toddler. But I was clear that if I give in and buy that toy, she might get a message that this is the way I can get my way. So I took a deep breath. I knelt down and sat beside her. I gently held her with calm and as her body relaxed, I hugged her and whispered, It's okay. I wasn't bothered to notice if other moms and dads were watching me there or what people might be thinking about us. I was only concerned about her in that moment. To my surprise, within two minutes, though that felt really long at that time, her sobs became softer and she stopped crying. She held me tight and when I asked her, can we go home now? She said yes. On the way back home, she was perfectly fine, munching on the chocolate muffins she had bought for herself, as if nothing had happened. I clearly was relieved and patted myself for handling it well. What I did at that moment was, I allowed her to feel her emotions without making them wrong, without trying to stop her or giving a rational reason why she shouldn't feel and behave that way. I was just holding space. There have been many times when I haven't been able to hold space for my children. When I told them, there's nothing to cry or whine about. We should be grateful for all that we have. Look at the positive side and I have given them lectures as well. But over the years, I've been learning to do this for my children and my family. And I have witnessed many times when an emotion is allowed and validated in kind presence of love and acceptance. It starts dissolving. We can learn and do this for our children, being present and validate their emotional state, while simultaneously being present to our own as well. This means the person holding space has double duty. If you are the person holding space for someone else, you need to be tuned in to your own judgments, emotions, desired outcomes, beliefs and opinions all while understanding what's happening for the other person as well. Because if you're not aware and conscious of your own state and thoughts, the external situation can drive you crazy. So the first step is to become conscious and aware of your own internal world. Start noticing moment to moment how your thoughts are moving from self-criticism, complaints, blame, to appreciation, anger, pity, guilt, and more. Whatever comes, become present to that. A good practice to build self-awareness is to start journaling your thoughts and feelings. Writing them down on a paper is really therapeutic. It helps to release a lot of them and brings relief to an extent as well. Also, next time when your child is going through an emotional experience, just be curious and observe. What I've realized over time is that my own state and emotions have a great role to play, whether I'm able to hold space for my children, my spouse, or not. If I am calm and peaceful, I can handle my teenager's mood swings with much ease. 
But if I'm going through my work stress, I'm overwhelmed or feeling worried or anxious about something, there is no way that I could provide the balm for others. As author Brené Brown says, when we are looking for compassion, we need someone who is deeply rooted, is able to band and most of all embrace us for our struggles. Deeply rooted is an important word here, which means being grounded and centered. Usually what happens is this. When our child shares something with us like any stress or anxiety they are going through, we become anxious ourselves. We start worrying about them. We can't see our child in pain and we want to immediately come to their rescue. Either we deny their feelings by saying things like, Don't worry, you will be fine. This happens to everyone, happened to me as well. What's the big deal about it? Or something else. Or we start giving advice about 10,000 ways we know about how they can fix their problems, right? I know this very well because I've done it too. The only issue with this approach is this doesn't work at all. It's like denying and invalidating their experience. This makes them feel that my parent doesn't understand me and irritates them even more. Also, it disconnects them from us especially if we are talking with a preteen or teen. They sometimes just stop sharing their feelings with us anymore. I'm sure that parents of teens will relate with this. What they need is your deep listening, presence and trust in them that they can handle and solve their problems themselves. What happens when you fully trust them? You give them permission to trust their own intuition and wisdom. Literally, as if you are allowing them that they can trust themselves. You don't take their power away, you empower them instead. When you keep telling your children, do this, do that, or don't do this, don't do that, which we do a lot as a parent, we give them a message that you don't know. I know better than you, so follow my guidance. And we leave them feeling incompetent and then wonder why they don't believe in themselves. There are times when we need to step in and help our children with decisions. But more often than not, they are capable to make their own choices, right choices, if we trust them enough and give them space to do so, with lot of patience. We just need to give them the right information and resources at the right time. We have to start questioning ourselves that just because I am this many years elder than my child. Do I have the right to tell them things which I myself don't follow? For instance, we tell our children not to react, not to be disrespectful and angry, while we do the same thing many times in front of them. Question yourself, why should my child listen to me? If I am not working on my own reactions and patience level, if I am not being a role model for them. This doesn't mean that you feel bad or guilty. And this doesn't mean that you get sucked into your own or other's emotional state because then you will both need someone to hold space for you. There are many simple techniques like meditation, mindfulness, yoga and more to help you center yourself that we will be discussing in the coming episodes. In order to learn how to hold space for your children, first you hold space for yourself. Literally reparent yourself. Raise your self-awareness by asking these questions. How do you see yourself? What do you think of yourself as a person? Do you like yourself? Do you get inspired by yourself? 
write down the answers to these questions and then ponder who do you wish to become the truth is what you wish to become is already a part of you you just need to connect with it as rumi said you are what you're seeking for it's also about recognizing that although we all are imperfect we all can make mistakes yet we are all also powerful beings we can each hold space for ourselves when you're going through something whether big or small by tapping into self compassion when you start holding space for yourself by being present with awareness you will feel deep love and light in your own being it's like literally holding the door open for someone to walk through their experiences and in that love and acceptance they might transcend to calm and peace as well it's like giving them the breathing space to express to open up and simply just be who they are i want to share a beautiful poem on compassion from my favorite parenting book parents dow the ching by william martin hold tight only to compassion it has been said by experts you must be consistent or your children will be confused nonsense who among us is consistent circumstances are always changing life is always changing children become confused when parents become rigid holding rules above love be consistently flexible hold tight only to compassion as people age they become either soft and supple or hard and brittle both in mind and body i've seen profound examples of each type so have you which are you becoming children are flexible in body and in spirit the greatest gift we can give them is to become the same hold tight only to compassion hold your judgments your opinions and beliefs lightly let's be like water fluid flexible and supple we will be talking about acceptance in our next episode till then keep growing keep evolving and have a beautiful joyful life with your children much love your way signing off saloni singh keep sharing this podcast with other parents and keep showering your love thank you so much for listening